The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Spencer into the UFC in a big way. Ladies and gentlemen, it's here again for Felicia Spencer. You want a kickboxing fight with one of the very best kickboxers to ever fight in MMA. I'm just better, man. <laughs> Rose Namajunas, ladies and gentlemen. What a whole short show. I hope that was exciting enough for you. I'm tired of you guys sleeping on me. You can't keep a star from shining, and my star is going to shine bright. There's a new folk show in town. Aljamain Sterling, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. <laughs> is that loud? Is my headphones are loud? Um, I like the way you stop that abruptly. I do. I always do. I, I hate, I'm very impatient when I start. I, I don't like to wait through like theme songs or like whatever I get introduced. I don't like long intros when I'm doing stand up. You're are you big your next on? Act, it's like humiliating. Are you big on foreplay? I am actually because I'm so bad at actually fucking that the foreplay is my is my strong point. You know, like I, it's 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 my jab. I'm I don't bad have a, at that. You had a foreplay. <laughs> I just try to get right into it. He goes right in. <laughs> yeah, but that's how I would, I would. If I could do that, I would do that. Oh, you don't trust in your uh, no your magic stick. No, they still call it that. Like um, not no one's ever back in the day. Calls it that. What no, do they call you? Wolf. Yeah, but they do call it my magic stick because it disappears quickly <laughs> when it's <laughs> when it's supposed to be firm and strong. All right, listen, um, Aljo, thank you for coming in. Yeah, man. No doubt. Thanks for having me. Okay, I thought I was turning myself down. I'm trying. No, that was good. I needed that. <laughs> oh, is it too loud? <laughs> yeah. Um, before we have uh, we have uh, Felicia Spencer on today, and we have uh, Thug Rose, who, I, who we haven't talked to uh, in quite a while, and I'm looking forward to her. And I think Pat will be with her. The always enjoyable Pat. Ba- who doesn't like Pat Barry? Nobody. Everybody likes him. Yeah, everyone likes Pat Barry. What is uh, what does Rose have going on? Um, she is fighting uh, a rematch with Jessica Andrade. I, it's on oh, the Ferguson shit. card. I, I firmly believe that Rose should be the one fighting uh, Wiley Zhang. Uh, you know, I, I think that she should have got the title shot. Uh, yeah, but she was doing great in that fight. Yes, until the slam on the head. Yeah, with the uh, Kimura that she just held on to. That's something. That's an slam. easy fix. Uh, you know what I mean? That's something that you know you have to know when to abandon ship with that. With that defense, she was you know do- looking mean? great. Her jab was looking great. She's uh, looking great. Her right was looking great. Uh, she was really marking up uh, Andrade very well. That was a, that was a, a shame that she lost. That's I want to ask her too about how hard is that one to take compared to other losses, like, and that's going to be in Brooklyn, like with the uh, Khabib fight. I, man, how come nobody's talking about this fucking thing? I, I, I mean, when was this announced? Ages ago? <laughs> yeah, a while ago. 
I mean, I'm, I feel like I just heard about it now, and I'm on the UFC podcast. Yeah, it was announced a while ago. Um, well, I want to hype this thing up because I am excited about it. And I'm not, listen, there's no such thing as a fluke in fights. Right. She picked her up, she slammed her in the head. It was a mistake by, um, in hindsight, by Rose to uh, not abandon that grip a little quicker on that Kimura. You know what I mean? I think the first one, though, she had success with it going yes. into that armbar. Yes. And she thought, you know what, let me go again, and I think I'm going to get it this time. And she might that have got time a little extra. She yeah. put a little other extra, you know. And she said, I think we talked it. to her She got after. her up higher after that. Yeah. <laughs> she got her really up high. Maybe she didn't realize she was going up that high. She held on too long. <laughs> you know what I mean? When she inverted, you're like, fuck. You know, stuff like that <laughs> reminds me of like stuff where uh, an old school pride fight of Rampage Jackson versus uh, Hikaru Arona, who was yeah. a very good, uh, like, juiced up jujitsu guy, you know? So he had him in like he was going for, he got him in a triangle, right? And I don't know if you've ever seen it, Jimmy. Uh, he went to pick, whenever whenever anybody, there's a bad habit by jiu-jitsu guys that if they're, going on the, if they're in their guard, they're going for an arm lock or a triangle. If they start to get elevated, they start the guys start to pick them up. A lot of times they assume they're not going to get slammed because it's not in the rules <laughs> in the BJJ tournament. It's not really a good fair game in, in the right. class. You get yelled at. So they just kind of go like, all right, when I go down, I'm going to finish up this triangle. And then they get power bomb like Ricardo Aroner and you had Rampage Jackson. Not only slam him down, but his head went right into his chin. It was so brutal. So, him. I mean, you know, that thing on a street too, that'll just take you out. So whenever somebody's lifting you up, Jimmy, yep. when you're doing one of your deadly little uh, arm locks, grab under the leg. Grab under the leg. You're not going nowhere. Make yeah. no, Jimmy, you know, you know what, you're picking up what I'm putting down? 100%. Well, she says she held on for too long. Yeah. Oh, he just put it Hey! Hey! Hey, hey you, Felicia, hey. how are you? Hi, Felicia. How much do you hate that shit? How much do you hate the whole bye Felicia shit? It's not that bad, guys. It's really not that bad. Right? Oh, she's positive. Wait, what why am, am I, I missing? Why, why do, I don't know what that means. You don't know what that means, no, man. Craig. You better get with it, what? kid. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Craig. What's that? <laughs> It's from it's, the movie uh, yeah. uh, Friday. Yeah. But every oh. for some reason, like my kids who are like 11, 8, and 6, they're all saying it. They know, But they never saw Friday. No. <laughs> anyway, poor Felicia has to deal with this. Felicia, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. <laughs> yeah, you look happy as heck. I'm always happy. I'm, uh, I'm happy to be here. You know, when does like, it switch? I'm sorry. I cut you off. Go ahead. Fine. Uh, that's a big opportunity. Um, and for me, you know, even in the back room getting ready for the fight, it, it's still lighthearted. And uh, I mean, when the cage door closes, I guess I get a little bit, uh, a little bit more you have intense. Really nice teeth. But, you know, it comes and goes. You know, it's like a roller coaster. <laughs> like I was a little bit intense like an hour ago, but then I lightened up again. <laughs> and fight week, you like that the whole week? I mean, do you like to keep, do you like to go out? Do you like to stay more secluded? What do you like to do the... Like the weekend of fight, what are you doing? I go check out the town. You know, we're in Norfolk, which uh, I didn't know anything about Norfolk before I got booked. But then I started to, you know, look around. This is like a huge naval base. So there's all kinds of things to look at, and you know, we're we're big on just exploring all the the hidden treasures of every everywhere we go. So I'm excited to do that this week, and you know, mix that in with the weight cut. So it kind of sucks, and then uh, 
and then have our fun time after. You know, I'll always ask fighters that too, because I'm, I'm amazed. It's some some guys go in there and just and they, and they do nothing, which is probably what I would do. I would just be too paranoid. And then people like yourself go out and explore. Does it help kind of take your mind off the unpleasantness of the weight cut or, or, or even the pressure of the fight, just looking at different things? Does it help you focus a, a little differently? Yeah, you know, and kind of, you know, because I'm not doing any like crazy workouts this week or anything. So it's nice to kind of just get up and walk around, you know, so just keeping it light and, and keeping your mind busy. And that's just how my, I'm with my husband right now. My coach is getting later. So, you know, we're we're just having a good time. Um, you know, we're focused on what the task is. It's not like we're just forgetting why we're here. Right. But um, like in my last fight in Edmonton, we planned a whole uh, like six days after to stay. And we went through the Canadian Rockies and did a whole, you know, made a whole trip out of it. So it's, it's kind of like what we like to do, just kind of make it like, this is actually my vacation time, like from work. So I'm going to take, take advantage of it, you know, so. And you, and you really are a math teacher. You're an algebra teacher. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like my, you know, my week off, uh, my annual leave. <laughs> is this something, cause I'm, again, a lot of fighters have, uh, I think Jeff Neal just left his day job. He was like bartending. I think uh, it's always a big thing when a fighter gets to leave their day job. Uh, is this something that you eventually want to stop? Because algebra, let's be honest, it's awful. Nobody likes algebra. You can't enjoy <laughs> algebra. Like, you're probably very brilliant at it, but you can't enjoy it. Do you enjoy it? I enjoy um, helping students uh, make breakthroughs and, and realize it's not all about algebra. You know, it's about using your brain and okay. working through things. It's kind of like fighting, you know? It's like, it's not easy, but that doesn't mean it's uh, not something that you can do, you know, that, that you can't work through. So it's nice to build relationships with kids that way and like oh. you know show them they can do anything they put their mind to just like in, in the gym i was gonna say how is it when you're uh like what grade do you teach by the way what is it it's algebra so it's online algebra too oh. so it's new students i have as low as like sixth and seventh grade all the way to seniors that are oh. like you know like they have to finish this class in a month to graduate oh, so, it's, oh. so you're not in a classroom kids you know i've Kids that are in, uh, like, uh, uh, not juvie, but, like, you know, uh, kids that are like, not allowed to go to regular school. There's a huge variety. You know, I've, it's so cool to just get to talk with them and parents. And it's a lot different than being in a brick-and-mortar school. Yeah, oh, okay. I was going to ask, like, how is it during a training camp? Like, you walk into the school and the principal sees you with a black eye, but that there's none of that. Yeah, no, I mean, I do, like, one hour of, like, video time for a lesson every week, um, and there was one week where I did have a black eye. I was, like, trying to, like, do this little thing where oh. I'm, you know, looking that <laughs> way But uh, it's, yeah, my my schoolhouse, you know, my online schoolhouse, they know about it. They're they're all going to watch. Like, it's, it's uh, they're supportive of it, and I, I promote it in, like, a positive way. I'm not, like, you know, you know my personality. I'm not, like, an angry, like, you know, I'm not a fighter that's going to be like swearing and putting it in a bad light. I'm like, this is a professional sport. And a lot of my students, I don't like tell them about it, but they'll bring it up to me and be like, hey, you know, good luck. You know, it's awesome that you're able to, to do all this work. Uh, I had one kid last year that was like, man, I, when I found out that you were a fighter and you do all this, like that really made me put my life into perspective. Like it's not that hard to just do my homework. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like that's why cool. I do this. Why I kind of like that I still have my, uh, you know, my day job. I guess. <laughs> so did you want to teach? Like, is teaching or fighting what you were kind of looking at as, as you know years ago? Were you like, I'm going to go into professional fighting, or did you kind of stumble into teaching, going, hey, I can make extra money doing this? How did that happen? Um, well, I've always. I mean, I've always kind of done both, like in the teaching realm, like I've, I've taught at every, you know, since I was 12 years old, I was teaching 
taekwondo and jujitsu and stuff like at the gyms I was at, like helping and then teaching classes. Um, and then when I went to college, I was like, that's just, I just love teaching. Like that's just something I always find myself going to, like even when I don't need to. So I was, oh. um, so that was just fell into it. And I, fighting wasn't a career for women back then. It was not something that was a career that I could actually sustain. So that had nothing to do with <laughs> how I'm here, but, uh, you know, now that it is, it's it's kind of cool to um, be able to balance both. And, you know, maybe there'll be a time where I feel comfortable to kind of step away from the security blanket of being a teacher, you know, and, and be able to support, you know, feel comfortable with, with the, you know, the financial and future that I'll have with uh, being just a fighter, you know, just being the phenom, like, it's a little scary to step away from the security yeah. right now. Are you patient? To be a good teacher, I guess you have to have a certain amount of patience. I'm very impatient, but are you a patient person? Yeah, I think people tell me I'm very patient. So, um, yeah, I would say, yeah. Do you think that helps you when you're fighting? To the, if you're a patient person, you, you're not going to uh, react. You're not going to panic. Uh, you're not going to uh, maybe uh, do something you shouldn't do if you have a certain amount of patience when you're fighting. Because see, a lot of people get like the, the moment gets to them and they tend to, to rush or overdo things quickly. And a lack of patience seems to really be people's undoing sometimes. For sure. Yeah, I think I really do think it's a part of it. Uh, just having like a clear mind and, you know, being patient with yourself more than anything, like not putting too much pressure on any moment. So I don't think it's a big, it's, it's something that uh, can, can be worked on too. Like, you know, there are moments where I, especially with myself, that's the hard, I think for most people that's maybe the hardest thing is to be patient with themselves um, more so than other people. So it's, uh, it's always, it's definitely a big part of it. And uh, fighting cyborg, did she kind of uh, did she present what you expected her to, um, or was it uh, what was she compared to what you were expecting her to be? Because she comes with such a you know some fighters will come in with such a, a reputation, even though she had lost. Uh, what was it? What you expected? It was it was really close to what I expected. I, I feel like in that fight, I I expected myself to be better in that moment, and I wasn't. So that's what it came down to. Like she wasn't surprising me with anything. Um, kind of, you know, certain things went exactly like I thought. And then for the other things, I just didn't show up. So, well, I mean, you know, that, yeah, but I mean, that's a, that's a, a, a huge fight for your second fight in the UFC. I mean, that's freaking, yeah. that kind of insane. Yeah. I mean, not, you know, downplaying, I mean, just experience wise, that's, that's yeah. crazy. To sure. Me. Yeah. You know, yeah, so I mean, props for even going in there, and uh, and and doing what you did, I mean, showed. I mean, hey, you you're durable. I'll tell you that much. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you have a lot going for you. Hey, four, hey, four rear, rear naked chokes out of the seven wins. Uh, she's got a, a rear naked choke like you, Sterling. Yeah, you believe that? Have you always always taken to jujitsu like that? Like four wins by rear naked choke is no joke. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I've, I've been doing jujitsu since I was twelve, so it's been a long time. You know, I'm twenty nine now, so. Um, I mean, I, you know, the chokes just seem to come more naturally in like a fight, you know, an MMA fight. I think when I'm in the gym, I guess even, I guess now I kind of, I get a lot of chokes now. When I, when <laughs> I first started, I was really big on arm bars and that yeah. kind of thing. I would do a lot. Um, so, you know, I try to mix it up, try to have fun, you know, Peruvian, I might, it would be like my dream come true to get a Peruvian necktie in a fight. Cause I get, I would, I used to get them all the time. I used to go for them constantly. Um, so it, yeah, I love, you know, I love standing up too. I love being on the ground. So it, it's, yeah. uh, well, it's a never ending cycle of learning. It like almost 
makes me just like mad in the gym when I'm like, man, why do I still learn every day? Why is this? Oh. Why am I getting my mind blown every day? Yeah. I've been doing this for so long. It's like it's it's cool that there's always something new to, to figure out. Oh, and that's and it's never ending because it's constantly evolving. You know, as far as jujitsu goes and everything goes for that matter. Uh, the Peruvian necktie. Weidman used to do that a lot. Why are people moving how, away how from does that? that look, what does the Peruvian necktie look like? Well, it's like almost like a guillotine, but they then they when they jump over, they throw the leg over the back, so it looks kind of funky. You've mm. gotten those before, yeah? No, it was never my thing, but I couldn't get I can't get the grips right sometimes. Yeah, but so Weidman used to kill with that. For some reason, everybody went away with that. It's weird, no? It's funny. <laughs> I don't know. Since you brought that up, I'm like, we haven't seen one of those or an attempt at those in a while, but. Eh, I'm just thinking out loud. But listen, I'm excited for your fight. Now, this is the first time. Was that your second loss, the Cyborg fight, or the your first loss? Yeah. That was your first loss. So mm -hmm. this is exciting. This is seeing you, your first time rebounding yeah. after a tough night. So yeah. I don't know. You look you look like you're focused. You're there. Was I'm, I'm there. I've been there for, for months now. <laughs> so, no, I'm definitely... I'm excited to just be myself again in the cage and, you know, make it an exciting and a very exciting finish in the first round. You know, that's what I'm that's what I'm aiming to do. And, you know, like I said, I'm not going to rush it, but I really feel like I can make something exciting happen. How, how did you handle the first? Because it's funny, there was a, a big fight between uh, Wilder and, and, uh, and uh, uh, Tyson Fury. And uh, Wilder, since he lost, he's blaming everybody. You know, oh, the corner, oh, my costume was too heavy. <laughs> and it was, it was like, shut up. Some people, when they, I would not say, of course, if he was here, but I mean, some people lose and they have a very hard time uh, dealing with it or processing it. How did you handle a fir the first, I mean, it was a decision to, a, uh, you know, a, a Hall of Fame fighter. So it wasn't like you fought poorly. How did you handle that? Uh, well, like I said, it's kind of, I kind of put it on me. You know, I, I there's, moments where I could have done things differently. And that's why, you know, I always look back and, um, watch the fight, but I, I, you know, uh, it sucks. It sucked, you know, but at the same time, I, I had a lot of support. Like you guys, you know, you probably saw like people are congratulating me when I lost. It's kind of a weird, it's, it's been weird. <laughs> it's been kind of weird. Like, congratulations. That was an awesome fight. Like, Thank you, I guess. Like, that's yeah. really cool. And it was really cool to just get that kind of support that I never would have expected from from losing, you know? So it was uh, it was different. Well, good luck. You got, uh, you're you fighting uh, Zara Farron dos Santos in the uh, co-main event of Benavitez Figueroa. And uh, good luck to you. Well, thank you, guys. It was great to talk to you. Thank you for talking to Thanks, us. And, uh, you look so happy, so I really hope you do well. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. All right, take care. So nice. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, she could get like a like a like a toothpaste sponsor. She does have a nice smile. She did have a nice smile, yeah. I was like I'm being mesmerized right now. <laughs> yeah, that's I a know. nice thing to have. Good teeth. Cause you don't really notice it unless someone's teeth are awful. When someone has good teeth, you're like, that, that person has good teeth. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking, I'm like trying to like look at her, not her teeth. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, listen to me. I'm so happy that the Funk Master is here. You know what's funny? It's not funny, but uh, the uh, the other day I sent, um, you know, stuff pops up on your Facebook. Yeah. So I sent, there's a picture of like Aljo's first fight in the UFC. Something like six years ago, correct? Yeah, six years. So I sent it to him. I go, look at this. And back then, I didn't. we weren't as close as we are now, Jimmy, me and Aljo. Like I was just getting to know him, you know? So I sent it. I go, I hardly knew you back then. So at the same time, you know how a text comes right back, like beep beep, not like that. How does it go? Like when it like uh, right after each other. Uh, but do, do the noise. Like how does it go? Like, like that's how mine are. How does I just have vibrate on. That's it. All right. Well, forget about the whole. Well, that, that, it's besides the point. Oh yeah, guys, it's besides the point. Can I bring it back a second? Sure. So yeah. I sent them the. Stop, you're not fucking Chewbacca. I can't stop it. <laughs> now you made me I do my do a great impression of a, of a vibrating text. Can I can I finish my story? I apologize. Anyway, so anyway, Jimmy, I'm sorry. Don't be. Bring me back. Oh, so I sent them the picture. So at the same time, we write back, now we're family. <laughs> Give me one of these fucking things. This is fucking. That's fucking <laughs> High five right over Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish there was lava in that. Oh, <laughs> can someone get him something? He's like, electrocute himself. <laughs> Do they think we did this on purpose? No, he might spilled something again. <laughs> Do they think we this is a running bit? High it's five, running, and he running, spills the coffee. There's wires I'm, on it. No one's I'm reacting. I'm celebrating my friendship with the Funk Master, and uh, I don't fucking know. It's getting old. It's getting fucking old, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's almost like a fart. Like, why is it always funny? Why does it always crack me up? Because watching your friends spill <laughs> shit, there really is nothing better. <laughs> I, was, I need more espresso. Because I was and about can I have to, a coffee while you're getting mad? Was, no, this is bad, guys. We oh, need, my God. Can I, th- there couldn't be, there could not have been more. <laughs> you spilled an espresso and enough coffee to fit my mug came on, out of it. guys. Anyway, let's get back to the show. There's nothing I Hand enjoy more thing. on this show. Hand me the whole thing of the bounty, It's like please. the whole thing. This is not good. As I, Matt, Matt's, a, Matt's a very, uh, what's the? What's, what's it? Matt's a very uh, wide. You're a wide guy. You're Matt's a a big individual. He's 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 a big. Jimmy. He takes up space. Matt's yeah. a big dude. So you know what's those fucked little up, things man. will happen. There's a lot of times, but you're very graceful. At like my, it's odd. You're very graceful <laughs> when you have to be very graceful, oh, and you have an amazing control of your body and you can, the way you can fight. But sometimes you just little things get in the way. You know, I could be a little loud. Ah. The other day, you know, at the at the, uh, at the Levittown Academy, you know, Aljo, you know what it is? I'm fucking all tied up. And he knocked over the the, the iPad, fell over. <laughs> this is the thing, guys. The no, like sometimes at my school, right? Like there's um a bunch of us training in the back, and in the front, my wife's in there, and and uh, her her trainer, Carol Colombo, is holding pants for her. So Carol, she makes my wife list. She says I'm like the Kool-Aid man. You know how he breaks through? Because you hear me through the back door and all of a sudden, hey, everybody. So I'm like the fucking Kool-Aid. 
uh, Carol said I'm the... Uh, yeah, Carol, good joke. It ain't my joke. It was Carol. Cola. Hey, the Kool-Aid guy. I didn't think it was funny. Carol. As a comedian, you can't even give me a pity chuckle. Why you got a fucking know, shit on my I'm life? Sorry, I was reading You got a shit on my whole shit. I... <laughs> Listen, this, all, all the spill happened. Don't you shit on my shit. Don't <laughs> shit on my shit. All right, listen. I wanted, we have to ask uh, Aljo before. Let's uh, ask him. We have uh, Rose calling in uh, shortly, which I, oh, I'm looking forward shit. to. Oh, shit. So, uh, Cejudo <laughs> is fighting uh, uh, Jose Aldo. Um, I mean, look, not just because I like you so much. Uh, isn't Jose coming off of, is it two losses? Am two. I correct? He's coming off, I believe, two losses. Um, I'll tell you in a second before I say that. Yeah, Bogdanovsky uh, uh, and uh, uh, Marlon Rice, and, and I think that you should have gotten that shot. I, I understand the business end of it. It's Brazil. It's Jose, yep. and it's kind of like uh, Yoel Romero. I, I think came off two losses, and but again, he's he's not going to be around for that much longer. Jose Switchwick. I understand the business thing, but I, I think you deserve that shot. Thank you. Yeah, he's two and four in his last six fights, yep. which is. Astonishing that they can even warrant a title shot just based on that. And I understand it's in Brazil, so I guess they have the Brazilian sponsors or something, so they could probably be making a sure. lot more money doing the fight with Aldo as opposed to doing the fight with either one of us out here in the States. So I get that. But the whole thing about, you know, I want to fight the name, I want to fight the the money fight, is just like silly because if that was a case, if, if Aldo was still on the tear, then yeah, that would make sense. And I would not fault him for that, but you're going for the fight that you are cherry picking that you think is the easier fight. And he's kind of on the downswing of his career. Although he did have a competitive fight with Marlon, um, could have went either way. I still think the tougher competitor is coming off the sick momentum is between myself and, and Peter Yan. And I know um, Kuri Sandbaby is, is in the- is Who? <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> I couldn't be serious. That is. I couldn't be serious saying that. Say it again. Cootie Sand Baby. What does that even the mean? Sand Baby. The guy who's always crying. Okay. What about me? Wah. That guy. You like it? <laughs> I didn't I didn't know who he meant at first. Now the you, guy is spelling my name wrong on Instagram. I'm like, dude, my fucking name is right there. You're gonna keep spelling my name wrong? Is he doing it on purpose? I have no idea, but I don't give a shit. No, wait, are you fighting him? Do you have something? I don't know. I might be fighting wait, him. Do, wait, hold on. Do we have breaking News. So exciting. No. Oh, man. <laughs> what a letdown. I'm hoping for Peter Yan. That's who I want to fight. He's supposed to be oh, the but toughest so nothing's, guy. Nothing's set in stone with Peter Yan. It's supposed to be set in stone either today or sometime this week. So, All right, so you know look, when that will be for? Uh, I think potentially June. So look, right now, out of the other three here, okay, we got Corey Sanhagen. Okay. Sam, baby, yeah. And we have uh, Peter Yon. Peter Yon. And then we also have... Uh, tragic Marlon Moraes. Who? Tragic Mar tragic, tragic Magic. Why, uh, why tragic? Because <laughs> it rhymes with magic? Because he ran out of magic. Okay. I like it. If you were closer with Aljo, would you be attacking him if I made up these lines? No. <laughs> why would I? He's hesitating. No, I mean, why would I? I mean, it's not, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Doing so much fun. Um, oh, hold on a second. So nobody's got a fight booked out of the out of those three. Nah, but now that they got the Aldo and Sayuto fight, okay. Settled, so now we can kind of get the division moving forward. So then there's there's four you left over. Yeah, Battle What's, Royale. 
Battle Royale reminds me of my game I play. Yeah. I have, Jimmy, <laughs> I'm going to get on Twitch soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, the people are going to watch me. Yes, Listen, they will. This is what they're going to do first. The well, I want to talk about it later because it's Al yeah. in studio. Yeah. Remind me. I will. Don't let me forget. Of course I will. Hey, two Raptor dinners this morning. Dude, I would love, I will remind you. I definitely will. Okay. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead. See, I, I so okay. So you're looking at uh, Pierre Dion. That's who he wants. That's who I would like to fight. I think he's the biggest name out of everybody. Not not the biggest name, but the most hot talked about prospect right now. And I think we're both in that mix. Whenever you hear title shot, we're the only two guys that the majority of the fans, hardcore fans, and the casuals are even talking about. So well, why not let us figure it out like men and do battle? He took out. Uriah Faber in his last fight, and he did it handily. Yeah. So what do you? I mean, now look, Faber in his prime though. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I kind of lean on the side of Sayuda with that one. You beat up a forty-one-year-old skateboarder, and I think Faber knows it too. Faber knows it too. He said it. You know, it's skateboarder. He's like, dude, Why in my prime, that's a different fight. He could take. Did he those say that? Yeah, I mean, he didn't say skateboarder, but he did say, like, uh, he beat up an older version of myself. He knows uh, that if he was younger, he eats those shots a lot better, takes those shots a lot better. Yeah, yeah. And it's a different fight. He was arguably, probably won the first round, um, did some good stuff in that fight, got a little overconfident, played the the stand-up and front game and let Peter Jan tee him up a little bit. And from there, it kind of went downhill. But um, yeah. he still hung in there with the guy that everyone's given super high praise to. And he had a really close fight with Jimmy Rivera after I pretty much shut him down all three rounds. So I like my odds in that fight. I think he's a tough dude, but um, at the end of the day, I think I'm tougher. Um, going a distance, or you think uh, you'd be able to take this guy out? I've been Styles working on this sense. knockout power. So. I like that shit. How's the wrist feeling? How's the, the forearm and everything else? Pretty good. This used to hurt. so That did yeah, hurt? Yeah. I'm getting some good pop in there. And um, slowly but surely, I know by June, May, June, I'll have no problem being able to tee somebody up. Your rolling hasn't been looking bad at all. Yeah. I mean, you've been looking fine strangling people. And speaking of that, you just know what I like? I like that the, the crew went down. It was Aljo, Marab, and uh, they went to back up Ray J. Alley Quinta when he had a grappling match with Michael Perry. Oh. Did you know oh, about no. that? Oh, yeah. no. Oh, it was great. I watched it. Uh, things that I'm not happy... Well, first of all, tell us about the experience. It was fun. Um, besides Portland being a very weird place what do you mean yeah i mean we've went out to some places some some of the bars and some of the other extracurricular activities okay and it's a very weird town they have Why? a slogan on one of their buildings that says that says keep portland weird and they're right about that it's well, a very different yeah, it type of group of people what do you what do you what do you mean I, I, it's hard to explain it without is that where chael's from yeah yeah, from there. yeah in yeah. uh westland so why is it? What do you mean weird? You have to you have to experience it for yourself. It, I can't even put it into words. Right away, I start thinking eyes wide shut. Not that weird. No. I know I'm a freak. It's a flaky. I'm a play. fucking freak. It's a, they're they're flaky. They're flaky people. They're very a, flaky. And people. I hear they're like big on like the riots and stuff with Sorry, like guys. the anti. Oh, uh, 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 yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anti yeah. what? They're very radical. They say, oh, they seem like kind of radically hippie-ish. Yeah. Like, hippies? Very hippie-ish. Oh, it's like a different hippies. place. They usually, sure. yeah, but the peaceful hippies I like, not the, the, the like oh. the, with the hippies that get like the, the violent rioting hippies. They gotta relax. I mean, I didn't see any. I've heard that they can get a little yeah. functions yeah. a bit, but I, I didn't see it myself. I've never. I've been there a few times. They've always been very nice. Yeah, they were nice people, but it's just different. A different crowd for sure. I got an isolated feeling there. I remember I was walking. 
after a show, we're back to the hotel, and it was just rainy and depressing and like uncomfortable. But again, I could have just been where I was, but I remember feeling uncomfortable and isolated for some reason. It's just a quiet place at night, yeah. but it was weird where I was. Yeah, I like a city like New York where like there's always people around. You know, you feel a certain security in that. Yeah, I love New York. You know, I toured up at Henzo's Upper West Side last week. And you I was, did? I was, last week. I was hoping you'd go. Um, I couldn't because of the time. It's such a good it started time. started at 6.30, right? I had a uh, 7.45 set. I go on stage early during the week. Well, you know, that set might not say, what are you going to, you're going to fucking make a mugger laugh to death or some shit? Um, I might. Might be able to fend him <laughs> off with a witticism or a joke no, or mean. some of the kickboxing I've been taking. Maybe that. Oh. All right. So listen, do we have, uh, okay, good. We got. Good chance uh, on the subject. You don't take no kickboxing. Well. <laughs> well, well, what? Listen, I'm excited about this. This. Have to go this. to class after this. Doug um, we Rose. Will. Doug Rose. There she is. Doug Rose. What's hey. up? How are you? Good, Good. How are you? Good, Rose. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Uh, we're in between training sessions. Uh, feeling in shape. I'm feeling. I'm really good day. Where's your worst half? Is he right next to you? <laughs> Is he driving? Yeah, there he is, <laughs> Pat Burry. Hey, Pat, how you doing? Yeah. We get so happy to see Pat. Hey, man, I'm, I'm cool, just driving. Yeah, Rose, you look happy. <laughs> you you look uh, you look very happy. Yeah, happy for once, finally, right? <laughs> no, but it's nice to see. You know, sometimes uh, leading up to a fight in, in the weeks and months leading up, you know, fighters have different moods. It's just it's nice to see you uh, look like you're feeling good. Yeah, it is nice because uh, yeah, the last. The last few training camps of my career were not were not like this. We're not um, just living in the moment, having being uh, grateful for every day that I've got. So, got a little change of attitude. What what happened? That uh, why weren't they like that? And what kind of happened that changed it for you? Um, I think you just like you know forget to count your blessings, and uh, I've I've realized I just you know correcting lots of bad habits that I've you know created for myself, taking control over my own uh you know i i kind of dubbed her my other like negative character in my head i named her neggy nunez so just gotta get her under control and <laughs> and uh you know be positive thug rose was the was the uh i mean at first you were fighting for the belt and then uh you know you're defending it like it is the, is this because it's a non-championship fight does it change your take a little bit of the pressure i mean it's still a fight but does it change anything for you at all um I mean, I think like, you know, there, there are like actual things that change, you know, but a fight's a fight. Like if anything, um, I'm, you know, I have a higher guard now than I did before. Um, I know like I, I, uh, I've always gone into a fight, you know, with, um, self-defense mindset where it's a fight. It's not just like, yeah, the ref is there, there's rules and stuff, but you know, at the end of the day, you got to protect yourself at all times. But I think now I have that you know, times a thousand. So that's what's different. But the belt, the belt, uh, you know, I guess, you know, the pay is different and the rounds are different. <laughs> but uh, other than that, it's more just, you know, I'm not really focused on that necessarily. Was the was the uh, the Andrade loss? Because you looked great in the fight. We, I just watched it again. You looked yeah. really good. You were doing everything you wanted to do. She landed a few shots, but you were clearly winning. And then, you know, one mistake, which, uh, you, I mean, you know what it was. Is that a harder or an easier loss to take? I mean, not that any loss is easy, but when you know that it was yeah. just that one thing and you weren't outfought. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's def it was definitely harder, like one of my harder losses um, that I've dealt with. Uh, 
then you know i think the the thing is is i knew exactly it was it was easier in a sense of like i knew exactly what all of the things that i did wrong the harder part is taking responsibility for myself and and yeah maybe like other you know uh, like situations around me that i couldn't control could have been better but like i could have taken control over a lot more things in my life and so i think ultimately taking that responsibility was like the hardest part out of everything when you make a mistake like that where you can look at the one moment and go okay that do you kick yourself or are you able to forgive yourself for it and move forward or are you someone that hangs on to it for a little while yeah i can forgive myself you know i think it all it, it's a little harder to forgive myself just because of like the repercussions and like the consequences that could have happened but at the same time it's like when if i get too stuck in that it's like well it didn't so therefore like i shouldn't live my life like as if it did happen like so i shouldn't be just because oh man i got dropped in my head i could have been paralyzed it's like well i wasn't paralyzed so why should i be paralyzed in fear you know if it didn't happen like i should just celebrate the fact that i'm walking around and it's a miracle that i'm actually my neck feels better than it's ever felt in the past few years, you know, with, you know, prior to that happening, I had a fracture in my neck. So, um, so it was hurting a lot. And after that, I, I feel great. And did you, uh, did you want the, uh, obviously you did, but the, 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 uh, shot against, uh, Wiley Zhang, like I, I was surprised the way it went. I mean, I, you know, Joanna's a big name and she's a, a great champion and she's won some, but I, I mean, personally, maybe cause I like you so much, but I, I felt that you kind of, uh, deserve that shot because you look so good in the Andrade fight. Uh, I kind of felt that that should have been yours. Yeah, and I think everybody else felt the same way too. I was even offered, uh, you know, Whaley uh, at the time, but I just, at the time I was not, um, I was still dealing with a lot of my own, you know, just getting my um, my head right. And and um, I've, been, I've been doing, um, I hired a mental coach that's helping me, you know, doing some, a lot of, lot of different things. And so there, there was a lot of work that needed to be done and I wasn't ready for that just yet. I didn't even really know if I wanted to fight at that time anymore, um, just because I wanted to make sure that this is something that I wanted to do. And I wasn't just like, oh, I'm just have another fight just because I'm good at it, you know? That's interesting you talk about a mental coach. You're, you, I think a lot of people probably deal with it. You're probably just one of the more honest fighters who talks about like the internal stuff. Does the mental coach, is it when you're feeling doubt or when you're feeling frustration? What does the mental coach help you do? Um, I think the mental coach, it's just, it's like kind of doing like, it's taking all the stuff that I normally do myself just off of like instincts like i journal like on my own i you know visualize but it's just giving me like specific drills and a lot more um labor intensive things that like i didn't realize you could take it so far like you could you could literally the hours that i put in the gym like i, I go in the gym from like you know 10 to 10 to 12 30 maybe one and later i do like some type of evening session so i'm in the gym like all day well, the rest of the time, now I have to do all of my mental training on the side, and that's just as much time doing all that stuff. So it's a, uh, it's it's just a lot more um, like like specific drills, like specific journaling. Like before, I would just free write. Well, now there's like specific questions that I ask myself, or like the visualization. There's specific, um, you know, things that I have to see, hear, feel, and then you know make those things happen in my mind so it's just a lot more um in depth and detailed are you oh sorry no nah, you know what 
I don't want to interrupt because you're, you're talking about good stuff with the fighting. But enough of all this fighting stuff. Let me ask you something. <laughs> me and my wife are lo always looking for new series to watch. You're there with your hubby. What are you guys streaming right now? And I got a new one, by the way, I found. I'm going to tell the you. The Crown? After. No. Ah. What? Oh. Yeah, what, wait, I didn't hear him. What did he say? Into the Badlands. I was going to say that, too. Into the Badlands is like, dude, the best, like... Yeah. Um, you know, martial arts movies, like yes. old martial arts movies. It's like that, but okay. it's like 2020, like, oh. and it's got like good drama with it. But like the the martial arts scenes are so awesome. The actors are really doing the action. There's no CGI, so it's like a 90s martial arts like wow. like action scenes, but it's in 2020 and it's just badass. But I'm gonna tell you the downside right now. There's only three seasons of it, and I just read somewhere that they're not going to continue it. So Th don't start watching. Doesn't that upset you? Uh, that probably bums you out. No, does it bum you out when you hear that? But, but you know, at the end of the season, it's like they they ended on a way that they, you could just end it right there. But it's like, but y'all could have kept going too. You know what I mean? No. But, but there, yeah, it's, it's still worth watching. Is there a lot? No, this might turn me off. Is there a lot of the crouching tiger, hidden dragon, wireish stuff? No, no, <laughs> no, no. That's why. That's why it's so good. Is that's why there's no there's no stunts. There's and, and there's no stunts. But it's just a bunch of just badass just fight scenes. And every episode is sword fights. Every episode. Uh, oh, no yeah, there's lots of, lots of swords. I'm gonna watch it. Is it harder I'm for watch you it too? All you guys as fighters, is it harder for you to watch fights? Because you pick up shit that I would never pick up that looks ridiculous or fake. Is it is it yeah. harder for you to watch and enjoy a good fight scene? No, I sometimes I, I want to try this. I love like I love like really high level fight scenes, and I love like oh this is ridiculous, like funny goofy stuff. Like I love all of it. <laughs> it's yeah. 90, 90s fight scenes are better than the ones nowadays. It's why is that? Uh, Action Jackson. Just, uh, <laughs> hell yeah, man! It's just nowadays. It's just it's because we fight, man. It just it, Everybody's some too of the cool. shit you can't. Nobody can take. 18 bare knuckle punches to the face, man. <laughs> <laughs> they were fun though. Those what's what's one of the more what's one of the more unrealistic fight scenes you've watched that you're just like, oh, I can't even get behind this. Any Rocky movie. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Cut me, Mick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was pretty shitty, and I love the movie. The dark the, the Christopher Nolan uh, the one with Bane wasn't bad. That was decent. But the one when he's fighting... Uh, Don't say the Joker. Uh, no, no, Heath no, Ledger. Just, just in general, the Dark Knight, the fight scenes are so... They're corny. And it's such a good movie. It added nothing to this. I just wanted yeah. to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to see it again. It's not that good. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah. So I'm, we're both. We're happy to see you uh, again. Looking. Not that you. You always seem to be happy when we talk to you. Like I've never talked to you and thought like, "Oh, Rose looks like she's miserable." But you're obviously in a like a noticeably better. Yeah, I like spirit. you guys though. Y'all are cool. Mm. I guess it helps once you're familiar too. Sometimes you go into interviews and you're like, "All right, what is this?" There's nothing worse than when someone just reads your Wikipedia and asks you shitty questions, and you're like, "That's not even true." I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, I like? for sure. What we love about Rose and Pat Barry is that they never changed. Because you know what Uncle Ben says, yeah. the great Uncle Ben. Who's Uncle Ben? Well, Uncle Ben Parker from Spider-Man. Ah, With yes. great power oh, comes great responsibility. You know, responsibility. young Aljo Sterling. <laughs> of course. And they know it. They know it. But you know why? Gotta, but, but now I got to go chain like Aljo Sterling. So. Hey, boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I might have changed a little bit. <laughs> it's true. Hey, are you still doing, because I think of you, every time I try to get into like one of the, in the gym, one of those ice 
baths. I know that you you would sit outside and do it in that metal tub. And I've tried to do it, keeping Ooh, that yeah. in mind. I literally cannot get past my waist before I have to jump out. I don't. Do you get into like a mindset before you do it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hard every time. Like sometimes it's a little harder than others, especially like, you know, if you're abused with some little shot or whatever. But um, yeah, sometimes I think it what the only reason that I get in there, like, especially when it's hard is like, I know that I'll just I'll be beating myself up all day if I don't do it. So it's it's like if it, the cold is not as bad as like the, you know, all the shit talking I'm going to do to myself later yeah. <laughs> if I don't jump in there. And it's a three minute thing. Yeah. How often? Yeah. How often do you do it? Um, so I guess like it'll depend on what's going on. Like a lot of the times if I just want to go for a run, like I'll just get my legs in there. So I'll put a pot in there and I'll sit on it. So it's just like my waist down. So I like to just keep my knees, you know, cause like, you know, knock on wood. I like, I have pretty good knees. Um, you know, everybody complains about like, you know, chairs and their knees and stuff, but I always try to keep those iced. Um, but like I'll say once a week or like maybe once every other week, I'll do like a full like up to here, you know. Oh, it's not every day yeah. or every other day. No, not every day. I mean, but like I said, like my legs, like I'll try to do my legs as most frequently as possible just because you're always using them. And um, I will say that putting your hands in there, like your hands that's what gets me the most like i'll start yes. crying because it like all the nerves and the hands hurt the most oh, yeah over the over the next <laughs> over the next few weeks it's going to increase to multiple times a week yeah right oh. now it's just like legs legs maybe two or three days a week but it'll be all the way up to the chin maybe four times a week wow. over the next few but, weeks and it, and it helps that much i never did it to be honest with you i never it helps yeah. that much for me it does i mean like yeah like um Honestly, I think like, I think even on my MRI, it showed that like, cause I had to get an MRI on my brain for like one of the fights in New York. And they said like, it has like, you have increased blood circulation in your brain. Like it's really good circulation. I'm wondering, like, I feel like when I get in the ice bath, you know, when you put uh, your thumb in front of a hose yeah. and then yeah. like the water comes out super hard, like that's what I feel like it's doing to all your, like uh. your blood vessels and stuff like it's like it's constricting everything and then once the blood flushes through it just like i don't know it just gets everything going so like that's that's what i feel is happening but i mean i could be just making that up <laughs> and it never gets easier too we, we, no but that's also a big part of it it's not just icing your body because you ice your body is mentally it's tough to sit in that tub for 10 minutes while it's snowing outside after you have to break the ice off so if you can mentally fight through that and you can handle that that makes you stronger that's a muscle that most people don't have yeah it's also like i think too like when it's on a timer like i'll usually do like like on average it'll be six minutes, minutes. so <laughs> well he'll say it for eight minutes but when i'm sitting myself i said it for six minutes oh. but um <laughs> i like to know when like how long is that in my head like my internal clock so i know like how you know because around is five minutes so i i will i'll know like around a time like how much i gotta concentrate my brain oh, for so i've been fucking you up <laughs> yeah oh my bad do you do anything like uh, music like all right i'm through one song by the time the second oh, song's yeah. over it'll be i'll be out or do you have to have it in, in silence because when you're fighting you're not listening to music mm. sometimes sometimes it's uh silent like sometimes i just like to hear like outside sounds and stuff but sometimes there'll be music too this is a pen but yeah i don't um yeah usually like uh the ice like the cold just overwhelms my brain and my thoughts so much that I don't I don't hear nothing. I'm just like 
<laughs> it's a weird panic. Yeah. Like if you get into a cold shower, there's a weird panic. You go like I can't, I can't yeah. breathe. So what happens after that? Because I've never actually given it beyond that. I've always just jumped out. So what happens yeah. after that moment? Do you just does your body Man, adjust a little? Yeah, like sometimes you get the most just blissful. Like ooh, just everything just shuts the fuck up. Like all of your like stupid voices in your head is just like all your like your little bitch voices <laughs> like eventually they just calm the fuck down and they just like everything's just like Oof, you know but it's still cold but you're just like in this in the zone basically wow yeah i've yeah. never given it that but i thought I, I it was probably within the last two months I tried to get into one and i got up to my waist for a second and it's it's almost it's like a pain <laughs> well jimmy some bitch voices could be louder than other my bitch, bitch voices. voices. My, it, it literally, it's, I'm it's, not, I have something wrong with my neck. No, you're right. In there. My bitch voice has a bullhorn. Yeah. It might be yeah. just really loud for the ice bath. Yeah, I, I can't do it. It's probably the closest feeling you could get to like, like when you're actually walking out and you finally accepted your fate and you're like, we're doing this, you know, and you're not thinking about nothing else but the task at hand. It's kind of, you know, not the same thing, but like could be similar to like just ultimate focus, like on just, you know, controlling yourself. Have you? I, I, and I might get his name wrong. Is it Win Hoff, the guy who's uh, uh, who's the guy who's uh, who's very much into like uh, being in the cold? Yeah, Wim Hoff. Wim Hoff. Okay. Have, yeah. have you? I've, I've, I've very little knowledge about him, obviously, because I wasn't sure what his name was. Uh, is that a guy that you've read about or watched interviews with and kind of picked up something from? You know, I uh, before like finding out about him, it just kind of coincidentally I started icing on my own. Um, but not like completely just my legs. And then I came across something like some video he did. And, um, I think it was like a vice documentary or something. And then from then on, I just like would take it to the next level and stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I've been, so like the start of my training camp, I was out in Minnesota for a month and, um, now we're back here at home. So now we have the ice bath, so it's a lot more convenient. But while we were out there, I, you know, it was so cold out there. We was like, we're not taking no ice bath. It's like <laughs> negative thirteen, like yeah. <laughs> like four days in a row. Shoot. Yeah. So it just it kind of depends on what's going on. Well, look, Rose. I mean, uh, we're so happy you're on this card. It's an amazing uh, happy card. You're back, yeah, man. yeah. It's happy, awesome. happy to hear that you're fighting again. Yeah. Um, and again, you look you look great. Like mentally, you're in such a great place. So uh, we hope to see you in person soon. Uh, you know, if you guys. Uh, are in town early, please come in because you're going to be in New York. We'd love to have you. Yeah, it'd be great to see you guys. And Into the Badlands. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, I will watch that. If yeah, Pat and Rose are both recommending it, I'll watch it. You got it, man. All right, Thanks Rose, so take much. Care, Pat. Yeah. Good talking to you, all right? Yeah, but I got you, man. All right, all right see you guys. All right, bye, guys. guys. Good talking bye. to you. This is so much fun. Yeah, I'd have to really? say, I love all the five. I'd have to say Rose is probably my favorite interview. Mm -hmm. I She's have... always got something interesting and always so honest about her mental state which i always yeah. think is really really interesting when people would talk about the, the mental things and what they're afraid of and what they're uncomfortable with she's, she's great the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I found the new show, Jimmy. Uh, Into the Badlands? No. I always saw that and never... I didn't, couldn't tell like what it to make of like it. It looks like the Kung Fu stuff. So yeah, I that's I, I was I, like, I, eh. I'm probably not going to watch it, but listen. I'll check it out. I'll watch the first, it. The, the first, first two episodes. You yeah. found a new show. You did. <laughs> you want to hear what it is? I do. <laughs> it's so much fun. What is it? It's got... Uh, it's called Hunters. Oh, Hunters. Hunters. It's on Amazon Prime. It's with Al Pacino. Oh, it's been getting killed. At, what? It's Pacino, yes. Who's it, been getting killed with it? No, that they, the, uh, Who? somebody is, with the Holocaust or something has been, it's about Holocaust, the guy oh, named Nazis oh, they, or something. Oh, it's brutal. But why? They, they, they're all upset about it. Like they they're saying protesting. it's not, again, they, they were just giving it shit, saying it wasn't oh, well, accurate, and it, it yeah. like, gives, about the same It's why a fucking like, movie. Yeah, I, I know. They're saying it gives, like, strength to Holocaust denier, but it's probably not the intention of it. Well, no, no. I'll give it, in short, listen, I dare you, there's a thing. Me and my wife, we just got done with the Aaron Hernandez thing, which was brutal I in know. itself. We yeah, watched that. It was great comedy. So, I mean, that was really, that was comedy. something else. That was something. <laughs> we were watching that, like, yeah. you know, and so that we, we like to watch things together, you know? So, uh, but it has to be something we both like. <laughs> sure. I'm not watching you. Fuck that show. No, that's a great show. Hate that show. I, and I seen that guy in an interview, and I don't want nothing to that guy. I'm with Matt. Was on this fucking one. so. No. Mm, I mean, he was on. Uh, it's a Hallmark. He was on um, uh, Kelly and and Ryan and Steven. Yes, Kelly Ryan Steven. and. Uh, <laughs> And let me tell you something. He, they're like, oh, right. And Ryan is such a nice guy. He's like, oh, you must be getting noticed. He's like, mm, sometimes. It's like, oh, go F yourself. He's I, trying to seem mysterious. Oh, that was, a, that was mysterious. a Lifetime show or Hallmark show. Lifetime or Hallmark. And they sucks. bought and Netflix bought it. Yeah. And then they added a second well, season. But season one, I think, well, was Lifetime. My wife was all in. And that's yeah. okay because that gives me sure. that gives me my time to, to uh, merc some fools in VR. Sure. Oh, she watched it. She watched oh, it. Oh, she loves it. Yeah, yeah we finished I'm the whole thing. Oh, you loved it. It's very. It keeps you hooked because you want to see what else this psychopath is gonna do. Yeah. All right. And yeah. he seems like he might be like that in real life. Like I could see him being that guy. He plays the character so well. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. I'll give it a, a shot. It's a big show. I mean, no, no, it's, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy, don't do that. There's like memes about the guy. Like when I see a guy, a girl with my boyfriend, this is me, and they, they, he puts the hat on because that's what he does in the show. He puts yeah. the hat he's on. A he's a fucking going creep. He's a creep. Detective mode. Wow. But uh, listen, fuck that show. I'm talking about Hunters with Al Pacino. It is awesome. Okay. Watch, this is the thing. Watch the first, literally the first five minutes, and I'm in. Me and my wife are in. I'm Amazon like, oh, Prime? Amazon, uh -huh. Pri Amazon Holy Prime? Holy shit. Okay. I was in. I'll watch in the it. first five minutes, you watch. And and then and listen, it's about them, you know, tracking down some fucking Nazis, and uh, it's around 1977. It's got that feel of like uh, you ever see Son of Sam, the movie with uh, John Leguizamo. I've never Leg seen the movie. Leguizamo, uh, but no, I've never seen the movie. Dude, I'm, Spike I'm, Lee did I, that, I right? Summer so of Sam. I'm so tempted to throw a fucking Kimura on you. Why? Because the way you're bending your arm. It, it is tempting. <laughs> it really is, Jimmy. But would you be able to from that position though? 
I mean, because again, I'm I'm sitting. <laughs> Dude, I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like this. Would he do that from there? He'd be like this. He'd be just. Yeah, I'd be like this. Oh, and then I have it. Yeah, and then I get that behind your back. Yeah, but I rip it off, and you'd be like on the. I would probably have trouble. But I, I, with me, I would just, I would turn, and um, I started a lot of ninjutsu. <laughs> Listen, um, enough of my love. What was that name you said before with uh, with her? There's some guy you named with with, uh, with Rose. You're like, oh, is that what do you call it? The uh, oh, uh, Wim Hof or yeah. Wim Hof? Oh, I Wim Hof. Was that. To, what's that? Who is that guy? He's um very. We look him up. He's very uh, Wim Hall. Not Wim Hof. Thing, he, he, Rogan is. I, I talked about him. I interviewed him. He's very. He can sit in the cold with like you know just like uh, he walks barefoot in freezing weather. Oh. He has some type of uh, ability. The name was a little weird, so I thought you meant Moth Gideon. Like I thought that's what you said. You know who Moth Gideon is, right? I don't. Well, Moth Gideon. Oh, Hoff, Moth yeah. Gideon is the bad guy. On Moth Gideon <laughs> is the villain <laughs> in the Mandalorian. J- Jimmy, look at him. He's shirtless Moth and ice. Gideon from the Netherlands. He's not from the Netherlands. Moth Gideon. No, he is. Moth Gideon is. He's wielding the a black man. saber, man. Yeah. This is all, this is the fucking, this is the facts. He swims under ice. No, he no, He sits no. in ice. Oh. Like, he doesn't look uncomfortable. I'm talking about the villain in Mandalorian, man. Dude, he said again his book. fucking Gideon. Set a Guinness book record. Uh, said, record. Dude, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Barefoot half marathons on ice. Anyway. Bare feet, I, 13 miles. Oh, yeah, in, twin brother. All right. Oh, it's probably just them split the time. All right, so they're lying. It's there six and a half miles each. <laughs> they do that. And Morph Gideon is wielding a black saber. You got to get into the Star Wars stuff. You got to stop being such a grown-up. Is that his genetics? I even went back and I started watching oh. some of the Clone Wars like animated show. Do you know what's funny? Am I a child? I'm, I'm a grown-ass man. No, but they say that it's it's his breathing method. Similar breathing practices talk- have shown that hyperventilating can temporarily suppress the innate immune Moth- response. Moth Gideon? No. <laughs> Are we talking about the same? I'm talking about Star Wars. No, this is Wim Hof. Yeah. We're not going to what's going on anymore. They're different Who is Morph Gideon? Morph Gideon's a villain. <laughs> Everybody knows a bad this, man. As long as he's not Baby Yoda. No, I'll tell you, Baby Yoda. pick him up by the ears he's and drop going, kick him. He's going after Baby Yoda. Oh, and he says, that ba- you, you, know, you hold something precious to me. You don't even know what you have. But who is that? So, Morph Gideon, Gideon, man. Move over, Darth Vader. <laughs> Who's Jeff Gideon? No, no, don't, don't. That's not Bob Gideon. It's not Jeff Gideon. It's Morph. Like a Morph. Oh. Like a Morph. Morph Gideon. To a flame. <laughs> Listen to me. Morph. I'm so happy Aljo's here. Can morph. we give him some, some talk? Yeah. Some talk? <laughs> Aljo. What the fuck is that? Um, I, uh, we, uh, yeah, we talked about the Aldo fight, which we're not... Uh, um, not thrilled about. No. Just um, call the but fuck I get out. The- call out who you want. Say it. Fuck messed up. I mean, I can only say it so many times. No, but you got to say it like you mean it, man. And what will you do to this guy? I want to know. ass up, man. I'm getting all these... Russian guys messaging me, uh, you don't want no smoke. Is he Russian? I mean, they're not using those exact words, but that's pretty much what they're saying. Sure. Is Peterion Russian? He's Siberian. He's okay. not really, but I so guess he kind of is. So the Siberians are coming after you. I don't know what they are. They just have the, okay. the weird his letters fans. spelled in, his their, fans. in their Instagram. Uh, yeah. His fans are coming after they're you. Saying saying he's going to do me worse than Marlon Marais did. I said, hide him from me. Keep hiding him from me, because when I do get my hands on him, it's going to be... Vendetta. You know what I like though? The Peter Yan guy is a warrior though. He is like he is a guy. I mean, first of all, I'm in your corner. Yeah. You know that. I I, I can't be unbiased on this show. He comes on, he knows that I'm you're my he's guy. He's a tough motherfucker, I know. But he's not look he doesn't look like he's shying away from any gunfights. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanna see the I'm biased, Jimmy, but yeah, I wanna see the fight. I wanna see the fight. Up close and personal. 
Oh, dude, I'll upgrade, I'll upgrade seats. <laughs> yeah, you will. You know what I mean? So will I, because I'm friends with you. I'll tell you right now, Funkmaster was great in the corner, because me and Longo get a lot of uh, shine. Yeah. What's, what's the shine? Not smoke. Yeah, shine. shine. We get some shine for the corner work, but we always have a third guy with us, and that third guy could help things or make things fucking miserable. Yep. Aljo helped, helps things. Uh, uh, Ally Aquinta, he helps things. You understand? Like, they, they bring a lot. To the corner. Yeah. You know what I mean? You hear me in Longo, sometimes I'm repeating what Aljo's saying behind me. So I'm just letting you that be known. I would well, be listen. bad in the corner. I would not be helpful. Nah, you, you <laughs> would just give like these stupid, you know, victory is yours. Hit him. Shit, they hit, hit him. him. Get I, him down. <laughs> speaking of being the corner work, <laughs> use I, karate chops. Jimmy, I would have nothing help ever say. <laughs> Jimmy, you missed the Ally Aquinta match with Mike Perry. We we're about to talk about oh, that yes, really we quick. Were. He got, now listen, with the rules that they had is there's no points for the first five minutes. So that you just look for submissions and whatnot. And after that, the overtime rules is you start from somebody on the back with the seatbelt position uh, and with the both hooks in. So whoever gets, if you get a submission, it's, it's good. It ends. Or if you, whoever gets out the quickest, they rally up the time. And it's, it's a game, you know, because the guy didn't really conquer that position. He didn't earn to get right. your back. So when they first started with five minutes, I mean, and I love Mike Perry. You know, we like Mike Perry we a love lot. love Mike Perry, yes. Uh, but it was, Al was all over him. I mean, you can't say sure. he wasn't. I mean, Al picked him up. He slammed him. Mike Perry went for a decent arm lock off of Kimura, but Al slammed out of it. He was getting position. He was, I mean, if it was if it was a fight, it could almost be a 10-8 round. I right, mean, yeah. but it's not. It's grappling. Sure. But Mike Perry's strong, and he's got good defense. You know, yeah. good enough to fight yes. somebody off. He wasn't exactly tacking Al. Yeah. It was the other way around. So... You know, now we start in the positions. What is very weird to me, and listen, I'm not a, Mike Perry. He was a good sport. He did. The, he played the game. He was in there, sure. and so it's nothing with him. But one point, Al. Now I've seen Al in 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 the uh, on uh, on the mats get way more. I, I'm telling you right now, I don't re recall many rear naked chokes, but I'll tell you right now, dozens. Of twisters. It's a matter of time before he hits it in a fight. Right. The, the cat's out of the bag. People sort of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? So he was going for that. So he'll abandon the hooks. He'll keep one leg locked down and then he'll get rid of one hook and then he'll take the arm. I don't know if you've seen a twister before. Yep. And so he, he gets those. So he went for it early and Mike and Mike Perry went out. I uh, got out of it, I'm saying. Got out, escaped. But you know, he's escaping easier because the guy's opening up looking to attack. Yeah. You know, he's not just trying to play the game and hold on. That's not Al's style. So Al was going for it one time really tight. The ref stops it. It's like, oh, that's an escape. He's out of danger. It's like, what the fuck are you... Dude, you saw what I'm talking yeah, about. The, the crowd said, the twister is real. I mean, I mean it's a real what move. What the fuck, man? Anyway, listen, I don't want to bitch about it. All I want to say is, good... I would... Hey. They even talked about possibly doing it over in the in the cage. Well, uh, you know, they, they Al, said so. I spoke to Chell about it. Like, I'm not like, yo, that was bullshit. The ref didn't know the rules. And sure enough, Eddie, I guess from what I saw from the text messages, Eddie Bravo texted Chell and told him, like, yeah, I was correct. Like, that position was of legitimate. Course. And of he took that away from him. So, theoretically, he could still be holding him in that position. <laughs> and he let go of the crossface, the palm-to-palm -palm grip to go for the twist. Because that's what we're warming up with in the back room. He likes that. He likes yeah. going for that. You so, know, it's like that. And then, so, what are you so, it's like, you know, it's a weird so thing. So, should have known that. Well, should have. I mean, dude, anybody can matches. watch that. But, wow. listen... Props to Mike Perry, though, and you know, and Alpha, both of them for having that fun, fun match, fun little match yeah. with two 
not only good, really great fighters, but good personalities. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would love to see them scrap. And if Mike Perry goes down to 155. Uh, Is there talk uh, to him doing that? I believe they I'm not making he's it up. Not I, a, he's not a. He had like six pounds on Al. He weighed in like 188, but oh, he just, had all his clothes on. He's not a very big welterweight. Was there ever talks of it before, though? What, or no? Was it well, talks? Al was going to come up to 170 when they were chirping each other back and forth on like Twitter and stuff. And hey, man, whatever. Perry, yeah, Perry's t- his grappling actually did impress He's me. He's been doing it a lot. I think yeah. if he wasn't smoking all those cigarettes, <laughs> and, you he know, smoke cigarettes. He was like smoking a cigarette at the weigh-in. Was the it face weed off. or cigarette? It, I thought it was weed, but then I, I smelled it. It was like the guy smoking a cigarette and blows it in his face. Man. I'm like, dude. The For a guy that doesn't mind certain kind of smoke, I hate that cigarette. Yeah, I don't like it either. You know, I'm gonna shit myself if we don't stop. All right, man. I, I ate a, whole, a healthy, uh, like. Uh, stop putting your arm like that. Uh, I can't help it. It's just, you know, it's just the way I sit when I talk. I'm like a marionette. <laughs> Jimmy, puppet uh, master. Jimmy. Yes. Oh, by the way, and I said it the other day, but man, Jimmy Crute's Kimura. Amazing. Fuck. Anyway, so Jimmy, what do you like best about comedy? I like the fact that the third of April, I'm going to be in Connecticut. Uh, Segway at the uh, yes, uh, at uh, oh my god, April third. Uh, what, what are you doing? Uh, and then I have two shows at the Wilbur Theater, Boston, well. April fourth, Saturday. You know, I'm. Oh, go ahead. Am I, I'm That's not all. cutting you off. No. I'm on that cameo app where I'm just yes. I'm shouting out people. You know, they they they, they contact me like they say funny stuff. Yes, have we get have, back have, to do a cameo. We, we have a lot of fun. Yeah, they're cameo. great. Oh, I have fun. Uh, Jimmy, guess what I'm getting on sooner. I want people to keep their Twitch. eyes out. Yes. Yeah. How did you know that? I just sensed it. I'm gonna be on Twitch. People will watch the Kamora Savage. <laughs> in action <laughs> and just as a little preview of what you'll be seeing sometimes I camp so don't say nothing don't say nothing for five minutes sometimes I camp <laughs> I, okay listen to me Jimmy I love you SarahBJJ.com if you want to get a Kimura Savage t-shirt Al Joe and go ahead I'm, I'm actually on the For Life TV show with 50 Cent wait what yeah, oh, should have started you. with that just shit just saying if you guys are looking for a new show Nice. For life. What are you doing on that? I'm just one of 50 Cent's bad guys, one of his posse. Oh, I'll definitely watch oh, that. Yeah. What you, channel? What the I whoop, fuck? I whoop a little ass. Um, ABC Network. Oh, nice. Yeah. You could have brought that up before when I brought up the magic stick. Yeah. <laughs> I got that from 50. Yeah, like, I, I know about guy. that on my podcast, but it was, it was fun, man. Really cool experience, and uh, it's nice to see like when the show actually debuted, it's been very well received so it's been a, a pretty positive experience the whole storyline like the guy being thrown in jail he was in jail for like nine years it's a true story before he finally got out true got, story yeah true yeah. story got past the bar exam started helping criminals while he was in jail and it's insane it's a it's a amazing story i don't even know how the hell something like that ever happened but it's 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 crazy. He does such. Let me get you teary eyed. And he's done such fun. <laughs> you did such funny things with you and Marab when you did that fucking bits. Oh yeah, Could yeah. Could you yeah. please put that back on Instagram when you took the cookies from him? And we got to do another one. Hey, does everybody want to hear Jimmy's shit? I'm going to push right I'm below. I literally. Right no, below his no, navel. no, no, don't do that. Right below his navel. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> I got to go to kickboxing. Whether you're shopping for grads, getting an early gift for dad, or just looking for a little something new or used for your shelf, you'll find it at HPB. And you'll get almost everything for an extra 20% off during the big sale at Half Price Books this Memorial Day weekend. Saturday, May 25th through Monday, May 27th. Save big in-store at your local Half Price Books and at HPB.com. Offer cannot be combined with other coupons. Exclusions apply. To learn more, visit HPB.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? 
also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 